podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, welcome once again to In That Number. Joining me this week is lifetime fan, long-time sufferer, Mark Griffiths. Thanks for coming on, Mark. No worries at all. Thanks for having me on. Cool. Okay. So, I understand you've recently swapped living in Southampton and you've moved to Boston, Massachusetts. I I have indeed, yeah. End of last year, halfway through the season. Couldn't stand the season anymore, so I left. Yeah, I don't blame, don't blame you. Um... <laughs> So how is how is life in the in the states now? It is good. It is good. Very cold winter, followed by a very hot summer. <laughs> Eat hotter even than here. So, oh. But I think I brought some bad weather back with me. Yeah, typical. typical um, right? what's the um, what's the Premier League like over there? Is it like how is it perceived? Is it like, is it taking off more than the MLS? Yeah, it's really taken off. So like, I have a few friends over there, and they're all. They've got their own teams that they, they follow and they watch and kind of sometimes, like say, Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, I go to their house or they go to my house and watch the games at you know, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning and so, yeah. Right. So There's always like at least one or two games on. Yeah, I think they, I think most countries get more coverage than we do. Um, have yeah, you managed to convert any of your, uh, your friends to the Saints? Um, I'm trying. I'm trying. Trying my <laughs> best. So I, I guess... The results, at least, so. Yeah, I guess you're... Your match day routine must have changed slightly, because um, what are they like five hours yeah, behind slightly, in, yeah. in so New England? Five hours behind, so, it's so it's like 10 a.m. match days. So you can't yeah, really have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> might, depending on how the first half goes, I might sneak one in. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Should we dive right into this then? Let's let's dive right in. Right. Okay. So. Do you think Saints have had a, a decent transfer window? I think I think it was okay until about three o'clock yesterday, and then it got even better with the signing of Danny Ings. So. Yeah, only sure. on loan, but I think we we've got a, have we got an option to buy him, or is it definite buying? I can't from, I remember. But from what I understand, um, it's a it's a loan for the year with an obligation to buy. It's not an option, it's an obligation. So that pretty much means yeah, it's a... It op- I couldn't remember if it was an option or obligation, but... No, no, it's an obligation, so it's pretty much a done deal, which begs the question why they didn't just, I don't know, throw the 20 million quid at Liverpool and say, yeah, we'll have him three or four years now. But I was exactly, understood yeah. that that was... I heard through my sources that it was... Um, they were disputing the transfer fee. Okay. Possibly, so I don't know. So yeah, that, so let's talk Danny Ings then. What, you 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 happy with that? Very happy. That. Give us something else up front because even though like he's slightly injury prone, so is Charlie Austin. So we've, at least now we have the options of Austin, Gabbiadini, Ings, and um, Shane Long. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's to true. Just one or two of them. Yeah, but I mean, from what I've seen in pre-season, also 
Hughes looks like he's going to be playing the five at the back, um, or three at the back, and yes. then possibly the four in midfield. And it looks like he's only going to play that one striker. So if it were you, would you be playing Charlie Austin or would you be playing Danny Ings now? Oof, that's a tough one. If it was just one striker, I'd have to stick with Austin because he, he's proved it, for sense, yeah. at least when he's been fit. But if he's going to play two up front... You think you need to be playing two up front? I think you should be playing two up front because our problem last season was scoring. Yeah. So we need more up front. And plus, the added bonus is of we've got those two more attacking midfielders now, which yeah, should yeah. help as well. Armstrong and... El I can never spell. Yeah, El Yunisi. El Yunisi. Okay, moving on to El Yunisi straight away. Do you think... Because obviously we got rid of Tadic. Do you think El Yunisi yes, is a... A downgrade or an upgrade on Tadic? I don't know. I think overall an upgrade. Yeah. Because he, I think he should be more consistent than Tadic. Tadic well, on his day, is yeah. brilliant, but that was my. Spent half... Sorry, go on. He spent half his time on the deck rather than actually trying to play. So probably an upgrade. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I mean, I'm, I've said on the previous show that I'm not a massive fan of of Tadic. Is it, he was too inconsistent for me, and um, yeah, I'm hearing lots of good things about Alianusi, and yeah, if he can just nail his place down right at the start of the season, I think yeah, I think we've got, a, I think we could have a winning team here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's obviously he was in the Swiss league, playing for the best team in the Swiss league, and yeah, having watched a lot of the Swiss league, it's easier to play well when you're playing for Basel. But even so, he did score quite a few last season. Yeah, not just that. I mean, he was scoring Champions League zone. goals as well. So exactly, what, yeah. not just in the um in the Swiss league, he was actually doing it at the top European level as well. So there's no reason to believe that he can't do it in the exactly, Premier League. Yeah. Um, I was a little bit disappointed that Saints never went for a right back because you know the only right back that we have at the moment is Cedric. We're very thin in that in that area, and Cedric may not even be ready for the Burnley game. Now, yeah, in... that's what I heard. Yeah, when I was looking at my fantasy football team this morning, apparently he wasn't. Yeah, he's a question mark next to him, but fingers crossed he's ready. So. Yeah, but I mean, if he's not, I think what they did, I, f- I can't, I think it was a South Vigo game, that he played Bertrand on the right and then had Matt Target on the left. So there's an always there's always an option that they yeah. could do that. They might have to do something like that, but they were after um, this guy called Martin Montoya from Valencia, which I was excited about. I thought, yes, we need a right back, need cover, right, but... and then he went up the road to Brighton, which was. <laughs> That, that, Which is a bit annoying, but what can you do? Yeah, I that was disappointing. O- overall, it's been a good transfer window. Yeah, combined cost overall. of 51 million quid. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. I mean, and that's not including Danny I mean, Ings, so... Exactly. I mean, being football fans, we're always going to think we could have gone a lot better or could have gone a lot worse. But overall, I think it's gone pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the general feeling around around here. It's... Um, I, I'm I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm, I'm really, really excited to see Vestergaard. Yeah, he's what we needed. We needed yeah. someone like him in defence. So. Sure. Um, so you're going to the Burnley game on Sunday. You're actually over here at the moment, aren't you? You're visiting. I, I'm over here at the moment, yeah, visiting. Coming back home for, for a week. So, yeah, I'll be going to the Burnley game. Good, good. Um, get your Vestigar chance in. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I'm um, putting that one on the back of my shirt. It'd be about 20 quid, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can we have a, a prediction from you from the Burnley game? I'm going to say it's going to be a one-goal game. 
Which way? And I'm going to go Saints 1-0. Saints 1-0, okay. Yeah. I think that's what um, think the Moscow Mush went for as if, well. If we win 1-0 or... or yeah, if we win 1-0 or Burnley win 1-0 or it's a one-all draw, none of the above will surprise me, but I think we can win 1-0. Okay, take that. Um, what about, what do you think Hughes is going to do with his starting 11? Have you, do you reckon Do you reckon Cedric's going to be back in time? Do you reckon he's going to play two up front? I mean, how how yeah, would you play when, it? Yeah, when like thinking what the top 11 going to be, the only question mark I had was against Suarez, because is he, is he not fair? But assuming he's fit, yeah, I think he'll be he'll be right back. And the rest of the defence will be Hooks, Vestergaard, and Bertrand. Yeah. And if it were me, but he's... I would have like two holding midfielders in there. So sit. you'd have you'd have Romeo was holding, right? Yeah. Uh, Romeo and Lamina kind of holding midfielders in the middle there. Yeah. With which allows Elianusi and Armstrong to go forward a bit more. So you're it's not kind of a four-three-one-two. Okay, so you're not having you're not having Hoiberg. On the bench. He's, okay. He's one of those. He's a really good player on his day. He, he really impressed me at the end of the season, but it's, you can only have two, in my opinion, of Romeo, Lamina, and Hoiberg. Yep. So you can't have t- too many defensive midfielders, because that was partially our problem last season. Yeah, too defensive and yeah, not scoring and enough goals. That's massive. you've got lots of defensive midfielders on the pitch and only one, of, you're going to struggle. Yeah. So we're thinking if, if Danny Ings can keep fit, and as, as well as Austin, then we've got a nice, decent tandem up front there. Yeah, you've got, you can have, you've got three of Austin, Gabbiadini and um, Ings. Yes. Yeah. Long has come on as well. So. Yeah, I think Long, Long's a, um, someone that you can use a bit later on. He's a bench player. Yeah, he, he's definitely a bench player. He's nothing against him, but like, you know, he, he's not the perfect person to have up front on his own. He needs someone up there with him. So, yeah, totally. Um, and can I get a prediction for for the season? Like, yeah, I would be happy with 14th, 15th. So somewhere kind of lower mid table, as a minimum. Anything else is a bonus. Cool. So, okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll leave it there then. Um, enjoy yourself on Sunday. Um, I'll try. I'll try. You never know. Yeah. Don't don't forget to sing your. Uh, Vestergaard best, chance. Vestergaard song. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, thanks. On. Thanks for joining us, Mark. Hey, thanks for having me. Welcome back to the second half. Joining me once again is the Moscow Mush on his travels in Italy or France or wherever it is this, he is this week. But, I'm in sunny Cannes on the oh. beautiful Cote French Riviera. Amazing. So, see, taking the time on his anniversary trip as well. I really do love the dedication. I, yeah, yeah, pre-season I, with Mrs. Kevin. Yeah, I hope Mrs. Kevin is his understanding. Yeah, definitely. Good. <laughs> you, you, you froze a little bit then. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the line. <laughs> so how, how has your week been anyway, is it? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, been looking forward to, to uh, the new season. And you still found time to watch the game. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Didn't get much of the build-up or any of the um, after-game interviews or anything. So you have to fill me in on that. But um, yeah, sorry. I will do. Okay, so so nil nil Burnley. Yes. Happy? Um, well, I came away with something. 
Um, before you asked me, you put me on the spot last week and asked me what you thought the score was going to be, and I said one nil to Saints. But before the match, before you asked me, I thought it was going to be one nil Burnley. So, I mean, they're they're a strong side, good defence. Yeah, yeah, we we could have done better. I mean, the the first. This half was was very nervy, but I'm um, definitely picked yeah. up in the second, and oh, we should very, have yeah. really come away with something. Yeah, very very slow start. Um, Burnley, Burnley seemed to like they showed intent straight away. They were pressing. Um, I don't, there didn't seem to be any Istanbul hangover either, which you alluded yeah. to last week's show. You thought maybe they'd be a bit tired, a bit leggy, but no, they they um they started really really well, started brightly. Yeah, yeah, and Saints just, yeah, yeah, they did, and Saints just couldn't keep the ball. Every time they got the ball, they gave it away instantly, and it, it, oh, it was... It was Same like, old problems. Yeah, first 15 minutes, it was just, yeah, it was awful. I think it actually took us, like, 16 minutes to register our first shot, and that was, like, a Wesley Hoot one from range. And, yeah, mm. it, was, it wasn't looking good. Um, and the three at the back didn't seem to gel... Uh, no. Vestergaard and and who had a scary moment straight at the start and led to the Aaron Lennon chance when he went on one on one with um, McCarthy. Um, yeah, McCarthy came out on top in the the battle of Lennon McCarthy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's <fair. laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I mean. Three at the back. Are we going to still carry on playing That's that formation, an, or do you think we should switch to four? It's an interesting one because straight after, I mean, what did they do? They took off Elianisi. Sorry, they brought on Elianisi mm. for Cedric. Went to a flat back four. Yeah. Stevens moved to the right and actually played really well. Um, and then they started creating chances. So as soon as they changed that formation, the chances came. Mm. Um. Oh, yeah, and they they were looking they were looking threatening. I don't know if it was just the second half that he might he must have got stuck into him, but something worked, and I think it's that formation. So hopefully he sticks with that four at the back now, because it seemed to be looked like it was going to start paying off. Yeah, I mean that well, that was the way he played at Stoke, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, that's that's right. Um, so and so the chances that. I mean, Burnley had the, the, probably the clear-cut chance of, with Aaron Lennon, but every single time they mm. went, they had they had the ball in the box. It looked like Vestergaard was there, dealing with yeah. everything. Everything that came into the box, he he had an answer for it, and he looked really, really, pre- really impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, say, sorry, go on. No, uh, of all the debut chants that um, made their yeah got their first uh, nod today. Um, he was definitely the most impressive. Oh yes, yeah. That's he was all, sure. all, all over the place uh, in the air, and yeah, had a header in the second half, didn't he? Yes. But I mean, he Saints conceded and... the most goals in the Premier League from crosses last year. Um, with Vestergaard in the team now, I think that has been dealt with. I, I can almost guarantee that they're not going to share that again. Um, yeah, so they've they've dealt with that. It was winning everything in the box, um, and Armstrong. When he, what do you think about Armstrong? How, how do you uh, assess his his half? Um, I mean, he was. I, I, I thought he was a bit quiet in the first half, um, and then he was unfortunate enough to yeah. get what looked like an injury in the second. He was uh, um, brought off, and they, they stuck Ings on in this place. Um, apparently, he's going to be all right. Um, yeah, he be all right. yeah, he's been walking around the dressing room. Apparently, he looks it's, it's uh, nothing serious, so he should be all right. 
I thought he was good. I thought he was really good. Um, he was winning balls and he I was think... driving forward. He was creating offense. I thought he looked, he looked decent. But I, I, I think we're... we've yet to see the best of him, definitely. Oh yeah, I mean we only saw a little bit because of the injury as well. But from what I from what I saw, it seemed to me that Burnley found it really easy to penetrate in the middle, um, and then Saints mm. would revert to the flat back five at that point, and then they stopped the supply with with Vestergaard. But I don't know. It just seemed like there was something missing in the middle of the part. Whether that was, you know, Lamina or Romeo, I don't know. I, there's something that they need to address that because it looked like Burnley were, were just going through with ease. Um, and until he switched yeah. it to the back four, and then it seemed to, yeah. It was a strange formation. Yeah, I, I really wanted it to work, but I do think as well that we need. We need to create more chances, and to do that, they need to have the two up front, because I don't think Charlie Austin can play up there on his own. He just looks isolated. No, and um, he seemed to be trying to make more of the, of the crosses and the chances rather than be on the other end. Yeah. Um, and there's, as the, surprise, surprise, there's no one there to, to take them. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, Ings, when he come on as well, he, the, the, he put a cross, a little winding cross to the back... Far post and Ings, oh, sorry, um, Stevens was there and forced a great save out of Joe mm. Hart. That could, yeah. So say at that point it looked like that Burnley were trying to see the game off, and they were happy with the draw. And Saints <clears throat> had more urgency than Burnley. Could have won the game then. They yeah. Could have taken it. It's disappointing that they didn't get it done, but on the balance, yeah. you can't be, can't complain too much. Um, I think there's a lot of positives to take out from it. More um, positives and, than negatives? Um, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, if we'd have um, started strongly and then tailed off towards the end, then we'd have had... I'd probably have come away with it with uh, less optimism. But, um, yeah, we've seen that pretty much all of our new signings have um, made their mark in that game in one way or another. I definitely think that moving forward, yeah, things can only get better. Good. Okay, so with that, can I have your man of the match? My man of the match? um, I said the the, the standout guy for me um, is is Vestergaard. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, he he was there when he needed to be in the box and um, yeah got stuck up for set pieces and and yeah just got stuck in like gave it everything and yeah proper centre half bit of a yeah I mean it took a bit of a bash from Sam Bokes and yeah, um, yeah with the nosebleeds carried on as if yeah. nothing was happening like, say, yeah that's the kind of guy we need proper centre half he looks, the, he looks the part um, solid stuff I'm going to hit you with a few stats okay so p- possession, forty-eight to fifty-two in favour of Burnley. Uh, shots, yeah, I mean, eighteen to sixteen in favour of Saints, but only three on target. Yeah. Mm. Um, six saves <laughs> to Burnley's three. Just the one book in, and that was um, that was Jack Cork. Um, who was welcome back? To actually, I, he was. I thought he was taking a corner at one point, and he got a bit of an applause from the Saints fans as well, which was nice to see. That's still very nice to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Mark Hughes after the game uh, interview, he said, yeah, they steadily improved through the game. He made the changes, changed the shape, and he thought they controlled the second half. 
created chances and he thought they did enough to win the game. It was just not quite there this week. I totally agree with him. Yeah, I think it's, it's good that it shows that he's, he's learning there, definitely. You can admit where he's made some mistakes and knows where to change things. That's something we definitely shouldn't have. Well, season. yeah, you can already see that his in-game management is better than Pellegrino straight away. What, you mean that he actually fucking has some? Yeah, he can actually <laughs> change it on the fly and not just do his, the, uh, the, the Pellegrino thing and have the automatic substitutions, whoever they're playing. Um, but yeah, he looks like he know he can he can control the, he can change things around during the game, which is you know yeah he knows what he's doing. He, he, he's he's savvy. He's fine. Mm. Um, it's really sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we look ahead to next Saturday, Saturday the 18th, Everton away, three o'clock kickoff. Um, did you watch Everton and Wolves at all? Um, I saw the highlights. Okay. Yeah, me too. Um, that was two two. Um, they took the lead with ten men. Actually, they did. They did all right because um, Jagielka got sent off. Um, yeah. Did you? What did you think of that? Straight red. Um, uh, this this oh this God. is really um, really splitting. Probably, yeah. You think? I don't know. I don't think it was enough for a red. I can see why. I can see the argument why he got sent off, but I don't know. I don't think yeah, it was any intent. It was. It's, of course, there was a bit. It was strong, and it was a, a bit. Um, reckless. How can I put it? Yeah, reckless. It, it was. It was reckless. So um, just have to wait. I, I, I was very annoyed because he was in my fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> I got, got, got minus him. three for that. Unlucky. Um, and yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Richarlison was Richarlison, looking tasty. Yeah. Scored two goals, forty million quid. It was a little. The transfer was, you know, a lot of people were. It was they paid too much for him because he didn't show up the second month, half of the season for yeah. Watford, but. He started last season really well for Watford, actually. So, um, and then he tailed off. So hopefully he tails off next week. He's only what twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's good. He's a good player. I had um, him in my fantasy football team last season, actually. And then, yeah, as soon as I actually, as soon as I picked him, he started to fall. So, yeah, I won't, I won't yeah, be doing that I've, again. I've got him. Have you? This season, I've got him. So, oh, yes. nice. good start then. <laughs> Didn't um, have him as captain, but never mind. Mm. So. Based on the Wolves game, it looks like they Everton will probably be employing the four-two-three-one um, with Schneiderlin and holding. Uh, you got Walcott and Richarlison playing wide, and probably Gilfie Sigurdsson in the centre with a uh, Yank Tosun up front, possibly. Um, and obviously Jagielka is going to be missing now, so, so maybe Yerry Mina is going to come in. Um, Great. Um, well, yeah, that, with that midfield, was, um, I think we might have problems there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think the key battle was going to be Richarlison against Cedric, um, and possibly Walcott against Bertrand. That would be that would be a tasty one. But I think Vestergaard can deal with um, with Tosun. I think he won't have any problems with him. Based on what I've seen so far, I like that. So, so yeah. do you do you think he'll go with um, Cedric and Bertrand then? So who, who are we going to yeah, have in I the think, middle? Yeah, I think that's what he'll do. Unfortunately, I think Jack Stevens will miss out in this one. I think he'll play Cedric right, Bertrand left, and probably play Hoot Yoshida? and Vestergaard. I don't know. If, if, if Yoshida thinks he's ready, then yeah, it will be Yoshida and and Vestergaard. Yoshida had a really good World Cup, actually. He's turned my head a bit. Yeah. So, and I'm not... 
I'm not full of praise for Wesley Hu. I'm not. I'm not a fan of his really. Um, I do like Jack Stevens. I just don't. I'm not sure. He's never. He hasn't done anything wrong. He's he's come in and he's always had a decent game. I just don't think he's good enough. So, I think yeah. If 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 Yoshida's fit, I'd put Yoshida at the back with with Vestergaard. That's what he's got to do. And I think he needs to instead of playing that five. I think he needs to um put another striker on. Someone that that can help Austin, maybe Gaviadini, because he's he's a different yeah. player to wings. Um, yeah, I think that's what he needs to do. So I'm going to so, give my prediction on this. I'm okay. going to say I'm going to go two one to Everton. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to match you there because that, that that's what I think is going to happen. You think you think two one two? Okay. I think two one two as well. Yeah. Um, unless. Charlison has a shitter um, or gets sent off. <laughs> you think? You think? He's <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, their strength from from the um, not not just him, but I, I mean, yeah, with Sigson and the others, they got such a strong midfield, and I think that that's where we've been having problems. Um, yeah, we have definitely. And we, if we don't close that gap, then yeah, I think I think they could have a field day. But this is Everton. Um, well, when not, Everton aren't great, but. Neither are we, so... Well, they spend money as if they yeah. are great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks like it's paying <laughs> off so far, though, doesn't it? I mean, with the 40 million quid, he scored two goals on his debut. You know. Well, they didn't win, did they? No, but they only had 10 men, so... Yeah, they actually well, took the lead. Yeah. And Wolves have spent a lot of money. Wolves are going to be a lot better than people think as well. No, they're not going down. No, no they won't go down, no. No, they'll finish above Saints as well, Wolves. There you go, I'll put it out there. <laughs> OK. <laughs> well, I said we'd finish 16th, so it doesn't give them much leeway. They're not going down. <laughs> no. They're not finishing 17th. <laughs> <laughs> In this extra time segment, um, firstly, I just want to say a huge thank you to John and Co at Saints FC Podcast and Matt Markstone at Southampton Delivery. You know, they've been brilliant. They've been giving us mentions. They've been offering advice, helping to you know get us started. Um, so, yeah, be sure to check out their podcasts. Matt Markstone's delivery podcast had a fantastic season preview. He had so many guests on when they were previewing the new season, so you, you, you have to listen to that one, please. Um, yeah, so Southampton Delivery. Definitely recommended. And, yeah, sure. Southampton Delivery and uh, Saints FC podcast. Check them out. After Saints. Yeah. All right, well, last week um, I challenged you to come up with... Uh, Chant for Yannick Vestergaard. What did you come up with? <laughs> Honestly, I gave it about five minutes thought and then realised that I couldn't do it and wimp out of this one. Well, we did outsource this to our listeners as well to see if they could come up with one. Did we have anything from them? Well, I got, yes, actually, I got one from Laura. So, um, at Lady Bellington said, uh, it's a great Twitter handle, by the way. Um, so, to the tune of, I'm not going to sing this, am I? You can try. No, that's all right. I, I don't want to do that. So, to the tune of Barbie Girl, it's Yannick Vestergaard defending very hard. He's from Denmark. He can man mark. Fantastic. I like it. Should be singing that next week. Okay. Have you got one? Yannick Vestergaard. Yeah, look. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. It's a bit. It's a bit convoluted. It's more of a song. Um, but yeah. I think that the the chorus could could work as a chant. Um, and you can substitute, uh, I mean, it's Sam Vokes in this one, but you can change it to any of the strikers in the opposing. <clears throat> All right.
right? You can try and work out the tune, I'm sure it'll be clear. <laughs> Leslie's looking out at the docks. Who's sailing in there? But a giant Viking, he's tough. So tough. Mark Hughes needs a lad at the back. Working for the Saints to stop us shipping goals at home. <laughs> You've really thought about this. At home. <laughs> you know he's going to hold on and block that shot because it doesn't make a difference if he jumps up or not. He's six <laughs> foot seven and that's a big great Dane. He's fucking insane. Whoa, he's triple hard. Whoa, Yannick Vestergaard, watch out Sam folks, he's marked your card. Whoa, Yannick Vestergaard, Yannick Vestergaard. That, that, yeah, sorry, sorry Laura, that one has to be it, that is amazing. How did you find time to think of that when you're on holiday? God, the missus must be killing you. Oh. I just said living on the prey on the taxi on the way to the airport and I thought, yeah, that could work. <laughs> that, that's... That's insane. Well done. See, now I feel really bad because I just gave it like five minutes for and I couldn't come up with shit. So, yeah, well done. You win that. All right, we'll give it a bit more effort next week. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to. Um, <laughs> let's, really, really under pressure. Let's now. try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I expect nothing less. Um, <laughs> let's do Stuart Armstrong. Stuart Armstrong. That should, that should be easier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, see, right. we'll see. So, yeah, everyone else... <laughs> If you, I tell you what, if you actually want to send me a private message so I can take credit for it as well, anybody out there, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, or me. No, you don't Give need the help, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so anyway, I'm going to te- I'm going to check in with our predictions from last week. Um, for the Burn- uh, we, pre- we pre- what we predicted for the Burnley game. I mm-hmm. said one-one. You said one-nil Saints. So that's a win for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was actually I was thinking about this as well. I think maybe if we keep score throughout throughout the season, and maybe the loser could like like wear a Pompey shirt and post it on our Facebook and Twitter page or something. How do you what do you think of that? I think nobody needs that. We've got to think of a different. No, that'd be good. And because I'm too new up already, <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. No, I'm not happy with that. <laughs> Okay, well, you think of something out. You think God, it's got to be some sort of Pompey-related punishment, surely. Well, why don't we we could tie each other up naked against the spinnaker? I think I'd rather that than the Pompey shirt, actually. We'll think of something. Yeah, you can think of something. Um, so anyway, a fantasy football check-in as well. We we had mentioned it a little bit before. So we've got a little private league in that number. Um. This week's winner was Real Deal FC, Marcus Fanshaw, who had 56 points. Is that right? Yeah. 66, I think. Oh, 66. Yeah. Okay, um, wow. That's amazing. I actually did my team, but I missed the, the deadline, so I haven't got any points this week. And I had Mo Salah and I had Jan Vertonghen in my team as well, so I'm gutted. I missed out there. Yeah, so 61. Is, is, um, oh, 61. But yeah. Okay. So he's, he's doing in the well. lead anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, whoever you are, if you're out there listening, well done. Yeah, and also, you know, if you want to join our league, there's our, our codes on our... I think you put it on the Twitter page, didn't you? Yeah, it's on the Twitter page and on the Facebook page, sorry. Cool, okay. 
So with that, um, we're going to call it a day here. Um, and we'll be back next week with the Everton Everton game. Yeah, that's right. Let's check that out. Um, so, yeah, get in touch with email in, in that number, podcast at gmail.com. Or our Twitter is at number podcast. So if you have any questions, any chance that you want to send me privately as well, then, yeah, let us or know. Yeah. Stuart Armstrong. Yeah, for Stuart Armstrong. And let, let me know. And Or any other questions, any other emails, we'll read them out. Cool. Anything else to add, Kev? All right. Well, until next week. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network.